A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I was right. <laughs> Even like Mohammed, when Aisha says shady shit, it still sounds fun. <laughs> Rhymes of deep shit, and I absolutely love it. it. This is the first time we've heard her be a little like, no, not even like when she's talking about Magna. And she's like, I'm not putting up with this shit. I was like, yay, it's fun. <laughs> I'm not putting up with this shit anymore, Magna. <laughs> It sounds great. I wish I could push Ryan right off this boat with the Crocs. She even sounded happier than the way you do her. She was so <laughs> happy when she said it. Oh! God, I love her. <laughs> my favorite, this isn't a teabag. One of my favorite part was when they're they're out eating and she eats the really good food. Mm-hmm. But she... <laughs> this delectable! She does it for a long time. She just goes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. This food is better than sex. I love her. Y'all. I told you about my boyfriend, Josh. Scott. Scott. This is below deck down under. Loads of crock. What? what? <laughs> All right, do you need a coffee? I just said below deck down under and looked at you. Badoo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Just this waiting. is Badoo. Season- I don't know what Below Deck Down Under is. Exactly. I only know Badoo. Uh, like, good day. Good day. Season one, episode 10. I forgot to learn. Did you write it down? That's why I said loads of crock. Oh, loads of crock. There we go, because of crocs. Yeah. They're there. All Not of them. the shoes. Not the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be nice to see a crocodile wearing crocs. That'd be meta. Could they even do that? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not going to respond to your dumb joke. Have I followed the crocodile hunter people? Their son is cute. Oh, what? I know Bindi. Bindi is the girl. The girl, yeah. But the son is uh. Now I, I need remember. to see. He's cute. He's just old enough that it's not creepy. Oh, is just that barely. right? I mean, I think he's like 21 or 22. If someone tells me he's 17, I'm going to feel horrible. That, oh, I'm going to make you feel terrible. Because he's shirtless and his body does not look like the really? body of a boy. That? No, you're looking at you know, the picture of him like on his Instagram and stuff. Okay. That looks like a child. No. That's all I know. He's older. How old is he? Uh, I don't know. Oh, God. I'm scared. To Every ask. picture I see, he looks like a boy. 
So I think you need to process that. I mean, he could definitely be on the twink boat. Which, by the way, y'all, check our TikTok and our reality gaze. Okay, uh, he teases October release for new project. Uh, he still looks young. Well, Robert, good for him. <laughs> y'all. Sissy Christina outdid he herself. He is 18. Oh, he looks Boy, older. Boy, you looked out. Woo! He looks older. I think we should edit this out. When his when his shirt is off, he looks older. Not helping your case. No, I just meant. Not helping your case. Uh, anyway, he could be on the Twink Boat. We need to move on. He could really be on the he Twink He looks boat. like the youngest of the Twink Boat. He boats. does not. He does not look younger than Liam did. Y'all, Sissy Christina outdid herself with that Twink Boat video, our music video. Be sure to look at that on our on our TikTok or our Instagram. <laughs> it gave us joy. <laughs> Still, my favorite my favorite line was not included, <laughs> but it's when I did a roll call and went roll call Liam, and you goes, I don't remember my name. <laughs> True. We had a lot of fun. And take it, Twink Boat Diva. <laughs> yeah. Twink exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's Below Deck Med, which is was good this week. But so now we're on Badoo. Y'all come see us live this fall on the Double It Tour. The Double It Tour. Our, our link tree link is in the show notes, or you can go to our social medias. Our medias. Medias. Social medias. See us in Tamps. We're there for two nights. Poodle's birthday extravaganza's on Saturday. And I'm gonna make Sweeping demands of what I want to cover. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be tired by then you'll, from a week of touring. I promise so I you, I won't care. You'll like it. You better set. You better like Look, it. I gotta go to the dry cleaners and pick up my sh- show shirts. I forgot. I just realized they're there. No one cares. I was like, great. I'm glad we announced it on the podcast. Well, I got to remind myself things, you know. Maybe I'll listen to it, and someone will t- send me a message on Instagram and says, "Maddie, go get your dry cleaning." <laughs> Y'all don't. I'm going to get 20 messages that say go get your dry cleaning. Where are we? I'm just waiting for you to get out of whatever state you're in. A fun one. Uh, so. I think that's it. Any other announcements? I don't think so. Oh, oh, I have one. Um, when, when it, no, this is, this comes out on Friday, so it's already out. Um, we, uh, no, this comes out Friday in two weeks, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Or next week. I don't know. Last week, Poodle did a collab about Seeking Sister Wives. The finale. And I did that uh, just because I needed to talk about it. And so listen to that. It's with Michelle from Bloody Day Fiance. We're both Seeking Sister Wives super fans. We're super fans. Super fans. Super fans. fans. Um, And she enjoys this garbage. It It is top tier garbage. And this finale gave me... So much eye bleach, <laughs> or I, I, so many occasions where I needed to bleach my eyes. I get that. Um, I needed to share it all with you because I've, I've been thinking about it since I watched it late last night, and it's. I woke up kind thinking of, about it. Like peanut butter in your chest, just kind of stuck with you. <laughs> peanut butter in my chest. You know, when you eat peanut butter, it gets kind of cut, stuck in your esophagus or something like that, or what? Stuck in your mouth. No, you drink things with peanut butter. Well, I know, but sometimes it gets stuck. <laughs> I, I've honestly never had that, but I'm well, sorry if you have. Well, I mean, it's just her food. Just food stuck in oh. her chest. We're in a weird area. <laughs> um, 
Do you need an iced tea? So take take me. Uh, you're the one saying, thank God, I need to go get my dry cleaning. I need, you need, well, I got to remind myself. So, y'all, check that out. Uh, let's just jump into this. Let's this jump ep- in. This episode. We, uh, we ended with the fight last week. It was I told Poodle it was hard last week, and it was hard this week not to just jump in and watch the next episode. Yeah. Because it always ends on kind of a good cliffhanger because the drama is a plenty. True. What? Oh, you're putting on your lip balm. <laughs> <sighs> you just went, true. Um, so, I should have gone, Yeah. Yeah, I was like, have more enthusiasm when I'm talking about the drama, please. So Yeah, it's dramatic. Yeah, it's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. So Ryan and Captain Jason are having it out. Um, basically, Captain Jason, you know, is... Your communication needs to be chicked. And he walks away and Ryan tells him to fuck off. I still can't believe I'm seeing this from... Uh, this is... You know, you don't question the captain's orders no. like this. I this is another reason why Ryan hasn't been on a lot of boats because he doesn't understand the chain of command. No, not at all. He does not. And get it's it. like it is the one thing that you respect. And and the, it sucks because you know they're having this bucks party, y'all, the burrow boat the, for them. And Captain Jason's basically like, he's lucky I don't have any. Pra- I would keep, keep. I would immediately just fire him. Yeah, he'd be gone. But he's fucked because of COVID. He doesn't have another chef right now. Mm-hmm. Oof. So uh, the and my my first tea bag here is the chart the chata guest the chata guest. <laughs> they ask Ryan. They're like, "What about the squid that we brought in?" And it's like, and that's Jason's main problem. He doesn't even like the guests request things, and he's like, "Fuck, I don't give a shit." And that's like the one thing in like this kind of concierge style yachting. It's glamorous. You get everything you ask for. Yes. Well, and the reason he didn't make the fish is because he doesn't know how to d- probably no. descale a no. fish and do that. No. Where squid, I guess, is easier to cook. Yeah. Well, no, you can just you just cut it up. Yeah. You do have to take things out of it. Take the innards out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's innards. Whatever. But I don't know how to de. I don't know how to to gut squid. I don't know. I, no, no, you've you've never been, done that. You've been gutted though. <laughs> so certainly I. felt like it. Certainly felt like it. Woo! Woo! Um, it's oh God. I want Andy Cohen to ask him in the reunion how many boats have you worked on, and I want him to give a straight answer. He, I bet he, he won't. won't. He won't. I bet he won't. Um, but yeah, they. Oh. So they. They. He does. He's like. He, he, the guests ask him this, and Ryan's like, yeah, you're going to get some squid, salt and pepper squid, right away. And basically, he says that like he's always been planning it. Yeah. And I went, you fucking piece of shit. He's a, he's a really terrible person. And y'all, all he did was just make a fucking bowl of calamari. It wasn't that hard. But here's the thing, it y'all. It wasn't that hard. When people catch food and they eat what they've catched... Caught, <laughs> catched, Catch. it tastes better. Like when you, when you eat, it tastes amazing to them because it's the fulfillment of that kind of fantasy, especially men. I thought it was a faux pas, though, that he didn't serve any dipping sauce with it. He just gave him fucking calamari. You, you, for some calamari, you only need lemon and some. But you're, you, you're I guess you're used to calamari with some marinara. Uh, usually, my one. If you had Red Lobster, you take the sauce thing and drink it. 
So that, that's true. But there, I just want to just make make some clear. It's not all calamari is no, served not with marinara. Sauce. I've had it like with marinara. Sometimes you'll have it with like not an aioli, aioli, like yeah. A, maybe it's an aioli or something like that. But yes, yeah, sometimes they just serve it to you with lemon. Which that, I have that, had it with. Just that's lemon. where you'll get it in the Mediterranean a lot. Ah, yeah. Well, he didn't make the fish at all, y'all. Well, they talk about that later, but they. But again, and I loved it when he brought that up when they at the end. Oh, it was the pettiness it was, level. Oh, it was so good. I mean, my next tea bag was. I think Benny watched Mary Poppins at a very young age, and he thought, for every job that must be done, there should be an element of fun. That's not the way life works, Benny. I think he's around thinking he's he's Culver too. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to have fun with the. He seems like he's he seems like he's miserable, miserable every time he has to work with the guests. He's so miserable working with them. And he, the thing he's telling Jamie, he's like, yeah, I've got to, I have to have fun when I'm working. That's how I work well. And I went, no, that's just sometimes work is not fun. I think what he was saying with that is, I need, I was having fun with those men. To which has I've, I've said the same thing. I would too. Uh, he was having fun, so he didn't get a chance to do all of his stuff. And then he basically said, "But I needed to get in bed so I could get up and do my work." So I was having, I was too busy making the guests have fun. I think he was doing both because he did say, "I wrote it." He said, "The only way I work is having is through having fun." Oh, God. Well, how delusional he is this He needs guy? to go, too. To, I want them both to go. Me, too. You think that'll happen? I don't know. I, 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 I've, I've resisted seeing any spoilers about this No, season. I know. That's what I'm telling you. I wanted to watch the next episode. I don't know. So, what's your next teabag? Uh, my next I one. I want calamari now. Is Mags. I'm sorry, Mags. Mags is making kissy faces to her boyfriend when she should be working. In that fucking way. And, and she's, and y'all, she's going to bed with mess too. So where, when she should After be, Jamie told yes. Benny not to go with mess and she even says, I'm sorry, I left you some glasses. Right. And they both, their superiors basically pointed out the mess. I just want to preface yeah. that. So go ahead. So this whole time, uh, Magda is just like she's in the wig. She's calling her boyfriend on late. So she loves being on late because she can just talk to her boyfriend whenever she wants to. The problem is she doesn't finish her work. Yeah. So because she's too busy talking to her boyfriend, and uh, there, uh, Toomey has to get up the next day. She's like nothing had been fluffed. It was a huge fucking mess. Asia finds stuff everywhere, like you said, and she's like Magda. She's like I need to talk to Toomey, and then then Asia says. What we've known. She just doesn't have it. She just doesn't have it. And that is exactly, y'all, sir, people who do. Benny doesn't either. No, people who do service jobs, there is an, there's an inner need to do things well. And you won't, a lot of times you can't go to bed because you don't want to let your team members down. Mm-hmm. So there's two things happening here. You want to do well and you want your team to do well. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to let your team down. And neither of them have it. That's exactly, that is so, it, she even says, she doesn't have it. That's exactly the issue. Yeah. Neither one of them have it for a crew like this. Because I would think the rest of the crew 
they know they're being counted on. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel I I would feel so guilty going to bed knowing that someone's going to wake up that next morning with a job that I didn't do that they have to fix. Well, both of them know how to explain it away to themselves. Oh, uh, I had to do this, so they made excuses for which themselves. Which makes sense. The three people that have gotten along in the little group are Ryan, Benny, and Magda. Yep. All the... All, all the narcissists. All the self-involved all people. All the self-involved people, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Now, Captain... J- my next teabag is... Captain, this is where D- Ryan says, Aisha says, Ryan's in deep shit, but Captain Jason says, I had words with Ryan and Aisha, and I wanted to say, she's like, I'll own all my mistakes and I just need him to do that too. And I wanted to say, and that's why you're great at this because honey, you didn't make any mistakes. Yeah. Well, the only mistake she could make is talking about uh, the, is, is the doing courses and doing service for the thing that was supposed to be family style. Possibly. So that did that did delay his, but but, but yeah. she's she's ready to own up to that. She's ready. Yeah. Anyway, what's your next one, Pooh? Um, my next one is God. I cannot. He he can all Captain Lee is the only comparable one here, because when Jason says something and it's so matter of fact, you can't argue with. It. Actually, Jason's even better than Lee for this. Because Captain Lee will say it and it'll sound like judgment. It'll sound like grumpy old man, mm-hmm. which is funny a lot of times. He's at that meeting. This is after the tip meeting when the charter leaves. And he went, you know, good charter, blah, blah, blah. Deck, deck, deck uh, goes to Jamie gets your helmet. And you need to fix some of the still, but the deck crew. He's like, here's the smart thing. Smart move, by the way, to have a leader so that way they don't feel like it was a smart move. And he says... So I needed the service to be better, service all around, so that way they all, and then he's like, I also need the food to be better. And there, it's, you can't argue with it. He's like, I need this to be better. I need the food, this. And uh, when they're, when, this is in, their meet, in, their, in the meeting with just Captain Jason, Ryan, and Aisha. And Ryan, without missing a beat, throws Aisha under the bus. Oh, yeah immediately doesn't take any responsibility no and says but you know also it's your attitude it's also your attitude and i need that to change and ryan's face just darkens and then says i'm prepared to make changes if need be because the guest requirements and then ryan just says a minute and just says you know i apologize for blah blah not sincere at all not sincere at all and then he says yeah, I'm just going to eat that because Aisha would love to see me off this boat. So, you guys, this is how narcissists do things. He's a full They of create enemies yeah. out of anyone. If you're not for me, you're against me. And he has made Aisha an enemy. and From literally one of the nicest people right. of this franchise. And with that, he thinks that she's so the paranoid idea that she's actually plotting against me and she revels that, when things when I fail. Mm-hmm, kind of true because you're such an asshole. But she's but narcissists think that, well, if you're not thinking about me all the time in a good way, then yeah. you have to be thinking about me all the time in a bad way. Right. So notice that when honestly, 
she's not thinking about Ryan at all or she no. doesn't want to. No. She just wants to do her job. No. She's thinking about taking hikes with Scott. I want to go living. We live in a van. Exactly. <laughs> and watch him shit because it turns her on, I guess. <laughs> you got to be too close to someone in a van when you're pissing in front of each other. Um, with oh. that, I think we'll take a little break. Oh, yeah. And we'll come back and talk about titties, rubbing Britty's titties. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away 
by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. What did you think about the conversation between Bertini, Bertini and Jamie? About don't call me a bitch? Well, that, but actually I meant... The way she asked to not do anchor anymore, and he kind of shut her down. And for did you think that was appropriate of him? Yeah, like I, I think I, I thought it was a little harsh, but I also thought he was right. Like, sorry, then, but no, she what she was bringing up. She's like, but I've done this every time, so someone else should have to do this. I understand that she's try maybe trying to passive aggressively pull out that Benny's not doing his work, but that's not your job. That's not your job. So, okay, I agree with that. Secondly, which is more important, this is a dual tea bag. We finally have the conversation we've all been talk, wanting to talk about of who has the biggest dick on this boat. Uh, we've already discussed this, haven't we, or have we not? I don't think we've discussed this fully. We've, we've discussed who has the smallest dick. We have. Yeah, but, and, but they think... Cap, uh, uh, Captain ben, Jason Benny mentions Benny mentions that he's like no he's like he has the prettiest dick doesn't have the biggest one. Benny probably has a pretty dick. No, absolutely it's fine. Benny, I think it's, I think it's oh, a fine dick. You talking about Jason or Benny? I would never talk about Jason's dick that way. No, Benny's is fine. Oh, I don't think it's ugly. Eh, it's okay. They said, no, Jamie's got the biggest dick on the I boat. I think Jamie has the biggest dick yeah. on the boat. But they think Captain J. But as Toomey said, I think Captain Jason gets a little freaky. He nasty. I think he get nasty. He nasty. Now, he, they, they all think the same fuck, marry, kill all the women. Oh, they do? Yeah. What was it? It was kill, uh, fuck, fuck, uh... Fuck, fuck James. No. Fuck, no, fuck Culver. Jamie wasn't. Fuck Culver. Culver. Marry Jason. And no, marry. Sorry. Fuck Captain Jason. Marry Culver and kill Benny. Yes. That's what sorry, they all Benny. want. I, y'all, Captain Jason would say he'd take you, he'd pick you up, carry you, and lay you on the bed. And he would. That little crinkle in his eye. Crinkle in his, and he would say, Do you mind if I go starboard? <laughs> and then he'd turn his captain's hat around. Oh, all types around. of no- nautical oh, yeah. terms. And he'd turn his captain hat around, and he would go. He would give you cunnilingus for hours. Hours! He'd slip between the dolphins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't... You would know he was. You would know he was done until you heard that bell tire or that. Bu- <laughs> you just wake up from a daze and the what? bell going ding ding. <laughs> 
I'm up. I'm up. What? What happened? Oh. Ding, oh. ding, ding, ding. Uh, my, I just want to talk about them going out. And uh, I, I do say I love it when they go out, especially Aisha and Brittini get wild. They're always touching each other's titties. Always. I Always. I love it that they can let loose. That that's kind of my next tea bag, tea bag, tea bag. And speaking of letting loose, so Captain Jason's talking about the Magda and the phone thing, and y'all, he talks to Magda, and she still doesn't get it. Yada yada. That's all irrelevant. What's important is Captain Jason said something that I thought how quickly he forgets. When Captain Jason said these kids with the phones, and he said when I had a J job, we had to use our imagination to fuck off at work, and I went, wait a minute. I did too. And it, well, I wanted to ask you, what did you do to fuck off at work before you had a cell phone? Oh, just spreading gossip in general. <laughs> That's not a good way to fuck off. You would just start spreading gossip? Yeah. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you don't have a phone. You talk about your coworkers. <laughs> Anyone who has ever done restaurant work and you've had a slow night, you know that's what you do. How would you get I that went, started? Did, you, did you, you go to that part? Did you, did, were you at Christie's party? And because you were, you only just went to parties who people you worked with. You're like, did you go to Christie's party? Did she fuck? Why not fucking that guy? I totally. She took. She told us she didn't, but she fucked that guy. Yes, I know because I knew it because I did two lines of coke in the bathroom and he's like, I'm going to go fuck Christy. (laughs) That's what you do. The shit you started at work. Everyone does it. (laughs) I think think especially restaurant work and serving is especially, it's, it's even more gossipy. Um... And and the thing is, you don't do it really to defame them. You do it because it's just juicy, and you so want to talk juicy. about. You want to talk about it. And well, what did you do? Well, I guess this is when I worked at Gap. That's when when I worked at Gap, we would we talk about our boss who we all thought was cute. Well, yeah, we talk about we would uh, we would um, uh. We talk about our boss. We would, uh, we never went to, we never had like, it's different than serving with retail. Like people didn't go to parties and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't the same. It's a different, it's, it's a different type of high stress environment. Yeah. With serving. Cause yeah. you got to really, so now when I was that or the makeup counter, um, uh, yeah, we, now the makeup counter, we would talk gossip about the other ladies. At That's the other what I'm counter. saying. But now, but I never brought it up. I never wanted to be active oh, in gossip. I'm sure you didn't no. participate at all. It was, you know. You're the worst gossip. It's not true. I don't know why I got the superlative of biggest exactly. gossip in seventh grade. It was ill-founded. <laughs> but again, we would still talk about the guys we'd want to fuck. Yeah. I think we did that, but the problem was... That worked at the store. I'm sorry. The guy in denim was so hot. Oh, you mean at the mall? Yeah, I saw him on, uh, this was in Oklahoma City, so I saw him on Craigslist, and we ended up fucking. But he said, I can't tell anybody. (laughs) I think that seemed to be a pattern for you. (laughs) I said, I won't if we fuck again. So we fucked again. And then he got transferred to Norman Sooner Fashion Mall. And so I told everybody. 
There you go. Because he had a big dick. Yeah. Denim, that's a store? No, at Dillard's. Oh, at Dillard's, Dillard's in the department. In the department, because we had the makeup counter thing. You oh, my God. Dylan, if you were you had infant, toddler, kitchen. If you were, were was, was there a hierarchy? Oh, yes. I oh. don't know why they've never done. I know they did Superstore, and maybe they did it. I've never seen episodes of that store. But there is, because really, actually, cosmetics, usually everyone hates. Everybody, all the straight guys want to fuck the women in the cosmetic yeah. counter. And all the women in a department store hate the women in the cosmetic. Oh counter. yeah, I would imagine. Unless they, you become friends with them and you give each other discounts and give each other free pot product or damages. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a very intricate. I world. can imagine men who worked in denim were gay. Uh, no, a lot of times in denim it's like just jeans. It was very broy, but there was oh. one. He was in the closet actually. That's why I couldn't oh. tell anybody. Really hot uh, Latino guy. Whew. Woo. Yum. I think that's the first uncut dick I was ever with. Oh, man. That sneaky snake surprised me. It was boot cut. It was, it was <laughs> boot cut. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a slim fit. Nope. It was good. We need to move on. Anyway. That was... We never talked to the women in Liz Claiborne. They didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> Is snobby. that a top tier? Oh, yes. It was Liz at the Claiborne. Time. Yeah, but very snobby. <laughs> I would imagine housewares were pretty untouchable as well. No, those are usually guys that are retired. Yeah. Housewares and mattresses are usually guys that are retired, and this is their new part-time job. I see. Yeah. Suits now. Suits. Those guys know what they're fucking doing. And they've been doing it for a long time. They've been doing it for a long time. Don't you dare even take a sock sale from them. They will fucking (laughs) cut you. They will I'm learning you. so much about the hierarchy <laughs> it is a vicious, of a department store. It's a vicious world. Ugh. Uh, babies, babies. They're usually people. They're usually women that don't work there for very long. They start in babies, and then usually, oddly enough, they end up getting pregnant and leaving. <laughs> oddly, oddly enough. enough. <laughs> oddly enough. <laughs> it's true. They all did get pregnant, and then they let another girl come in. They should get pregnant. I always feel like with people who are in children's and things like that, too, they have an unhealthy obsession with either children or children's clothes. There is a one woman who acted like a child. She was in baby. Yes. She was in children. Yes. And she was like in her six. She had no children and no grandkids. Know, she was they like, act like I it. I love kids. I volunteer at my church at Memorial Highway Baptist. Y'all come at us. <laughs> Tell us your department store experiences. Sorry, I didn't mean to go. And that. no, I'm very interested in this. <laughs> go on our sissy squad, and someone will do a post. I'm sure. Quail Springs Mall, y'all. Tell them about what your experience with dealing. What department were you in? And what your experiences? What the other departments were like? Yes, I'm telling you, it was it was a very. I never walked world. in a department. I never worked in a department store. Very so. Different. I, and I only worked in a restaurant like three weeks, so I like, never got the I can culture. just tell you the the only thing with the the ma- the managers were insane. <laughs> every At a every restaurant? Ma- every manager is insane. The managers were insane. Yeah, every that, every yeah. manager was insane. Uh every every line cook was on drugs. It, well, our and- bartender <laughs> was fucking several women. No, they the fuck bartend- they fuck lots of people. Okay. Your bartender your bartender gets the most ass. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all ha- did you have like there's always one woman who's been serving the longest and they're kind of a rough woman? Yeah, and they're the most fun. They're yeah. Oh, they're the one who loves gay people. Yeah. 
They're the ones also who have a really tragic personal story. <laughs> but if you steal their section or fuck with the section, oh they yeah, cut it's you. no. So they, that's all I got. And also, it's all about money for them. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because well, they got kids. And there's it's true. And there's always um, there's always you you do nothing but gossip. And uh, yeah, it's fun time. And there's people people who come and go, who leave and quit, and it's almost always drugs. <laughs> Pregnant, yeah, that too, yeah. Or they don't show up, yeah. Anyway, back to below deck. Um, where are we? Uh, what well, that was a good. What do y'all let us know? A- another poodle talk of department stores, but moreover, what did you do to fuck off at work before cell phones? <laughs> it's a thing. It is. Yeah, it's true. If you're a millennial, you're not going to understand. You had to talk. It, it's a millennial and you, Gen X thing. You actually had to talk to your coworkers. Yeah, you had to find yeah. out. It, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the whole bitch comment? What do you What do you think about? I think I think Jamie needs to calm down. It's just toxic toxic masculinity. I I think yeah. I think this is what I think. And this kind of goes in the next tea bag. We learn why Jamie takes things so seriously. Whoa. Let's just go into this. this. Is, but at the, I want to say that before that, though, I do think part of being a leader and getting people to want to work for you is making them feel like you can laugh at yourself a little totally, bit. Totally. 100%. Jamie can't laugh at he himself. He cannot. It's, and we, we kind of understand why a little bit. We understand bit. why. But I, it's the thing like – this is the thing. You can say what you want to about Eddie being a bosun. Eddie can be a leader, but Eddie would have laughed that off. Yeah. Some of the other South African men would not have. Yeah, I do think it's like. Um, so yep. they're asking Jamie. Uh, they're asking Jamie about his tattoos, and Jamie, you know, it's a little different than when you're, you know, just talking to your friend at the beach. Like, why'd you get that tattoo? Oh, I got this because it's it seven letters in my name, yeah. and it's seven letters this in Japanese. And they're like, "Oh, Jamie, you have some uh, Chinese letters on the, your back. What does that mean?" Well, this represents uh, the the time I tried to save someone's life and I failed. Silence. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't save the kid. Uh, he breaks down. He was 21. That was the first time I understood what death was. And there's this pause. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear, wait a minute. Is that why you're so big about safety? <laughs> <laughs> no shit, Bertini. <laughs> That was sweet though. She was trying to bond with him. I was but it it was such a moment. And I think this was a nice moment of vulnerability from Jamie. Oh, it was yeah. it it we've always been a little bit like, why is he so freaking yeah. uh uh obsessive, truly obsessive about safety? Can we just cause my next tea bag is all about Ryan, Magda, and Toomey. Uh, basically, and I'll 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 say this, and I'm sure you'll have something to add here. Ryan and Magda are in the Asia hating club because, and Ryan is it's even it's even more devious because Ryan is trying to sow dissension, dissension, and he's doing it out in public, yeah, right in front. He's doing it just within earshot because almost. He doesn't want to face her and say anything to her face. Yeah, this is devious, but he wants to. Basically, he, he wants, wants to, to undermine ga- her. He wants to gaslight her and then her come at him and then be like, what do you mean I was doing? Yeah. He wants to undermine her with everyone underneath her. And he's found a, a, a he's found somebody. He's trying to turn to me. 
you see him and she's not having it. It shows that Ryan's a narcissist and he doesn't know how to read people. Um, because I would have told you from the get-go, Toomey is the last person to, that would have sided right. with Right. And I want to say, Toomey is the hero of this episode because she handled herself fucking exquisitely. And Y'all she don't said, fuck with her. Aisha, can I go to, can you, can I go to the bathroom with you? And so I think she was just tired of it. And she's like, look. She told him, yeah. Magda yeah, and she, Magda and Ryan are, are complaining about you. And she's like, really? They're talking about me? And she's like, yeah, they're just saying things like, you don't know how to do your job. And you don't have a good work. And this is after Toomey, I have to say, like, Toomey really tried with Magda when she told Magda, she was like, I think Magda's bitching about her. And Toomey said, you know, I think you're just not sinking into what her Good advice, are. too. I was like, yeah. She said, I was a shitty third stew. I worked and worked. And now I'm really good at laundry. Right. And, and Magda doesn't hear any. Magda and Ryan just want someone not to give them real advice, but just to agree with Tell them, them what they want to hear. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, but good for two. Now, what did you think about Toomey taking Aisha's side and telling her everything that was said? You know, it, it, I think for Toomey, ethically, it needed to be said. I don't know if I would have done it, but I understand why she did it because I think she's, she, she was trying to give Aisha a heads up that there may be a mutiny underneath you. And I think she did the right thing too. I don't know if I would have done it then at the dinner. I wouldn't have done it then. I That's might have waited like next day. Yeah. Or I think also people were drinking and think that's what happens. Yeah. But, but uh and of course Aisha's very upset uh that some someone questions her work ethic, which is the worst part for her. And she breaks down to Bertini when they're back at the boat. Oh, she breaks down. She breaks down to Bertini. Meanwhile, Ryan is like he's his narrative is he believes you know, he tells Magda and all this that well she's got a they always pick a bully on the boat and which is uh, actually and pick someone to bully which spot it you got it that's what he right. does yep so he gets back on the boat Magda's up somewhere talking to her boyfriend or whatever the fuck ever he's in his kitchen and hears this but what I was shocked by. Well, even when uh, we forgot to say, it's important to know. Even when they came back from dinner, he went, "Oh, Toomey went and fucking blabbed her right. mouth," and he even said, "Telling a bunch of lies and bullshit." And I went, "No, he, you she were just, that. You were just, you were just talking about this shit. Yeah, like, and the fact you're already denying it and trying to say you're such an angel. He's like the worst. He's I, and it's Toomey saying he's the last person to talk him about him and him and Mila." Uh, from one season can just go make nachos and street food together. They're just, her, oh, yeah. oh, oh, she was a piece of work. Oh. But he's, I think it's, it's a tough call because we've had shitty behavior from chefs. Mm -hmm. No one though has been so shitty and also made shitty food. And they, there's nothing redeemable about him. Yeah. He even goes back up to Toomey and he's yelling at Toomey saying, are you fucking happy now? I heard you out there talking. She's out there talking, da-da-da. And she's saying, what are you talking about, Ryan? You're a bullshitter. You're a bull basically calling out her lies. And I love that Toomey just looks at him and says, suck my dick. <laughs> and I went, yes! Good fucking bye. And he keeps saying to Toomey, just exposes how fake you are. And this is what you just said, spot it, you got it. He's so fake because he looks to people's faces he says something else and then he'll go and blab something else talk about fake yeah i y'all he he can't be a, he's he he is a lightning rod for problems and he can't be around much longer well captain jason i love that line when he said 
uh, I just haven't found anybody to replace them. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Okay, last little teabag, because this was good. I wanted to leave this on on a teaser and ask your speculation. Who left the maggot trash in the trash bin Ooh, that Captain Jason found? maggot trash. While they were, while they were on, out having fun and on their crocodile tour. Who do you think? We know from next week that it's obviously the deck crew, and he wants someone to claim responsibility. Otherwise, Jamie will have to take it on the chin. But who do you think left the trash bags? Ooh. The obvious choice is Benny. I think it's Benny. Some, I but, think sometimes the cl- path of least resistance for me. I think Benny. I don't know. Who was the trash bandit? Who stole the cook? You find the cook. Also, why was Magna singing songs about her no-no space? <laughs> it was strange. She's one of the... Uh, no, my no-no square. My no-no square. She's one of the weirdest people I've ever seen on a reality show. And that's saying strange. She's, She's strange. strange duck. Y'all, that's the show. That's the show. That, this is a good. Again, this was hard not to jump into the next episode. Yeah, I want to know what happens, but don't tell us, y'all, because we're trying not to see spoilers. So you can go to our Instagram or our TikTok to our link tree link to buy tickets to our the Double It tour. We're very excited. Uh, what kind of cake are we gonna have at Poodle's Tamp's birthday? What kind are we gonna have? Maybe we won't have cake. Gold leaf. We probably won't get cake. Actually, I don't want you to. I don't want you to worry about that. I don't want you to worry about eating cake. You don't need it. It's just your birthday. You <laughs> don't even dare. We had cake on your fucking birthday. Y'all, that's the show. And I want it being fed to me by one of your husbands. <laughs> Justin Poodle's mm, playpen. Right off his dick. What a poodle. Maybe not that, because I think we'd be shut down even in Tampa. It- Eh, I don't know. They filmed a lot of porn there. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or in Spotify Podcasts or wherever you listen to uh, podcasts. Please leave us a review. We will see you next week, y'all. But until then, it's Acres Acres of Gay! fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 